Welcome to another episode of the Floral Podcast. I am your host, Edgar, otra vez. And today my co-host will be Lechuga. And today's episode will be a post-fight review of UFC 287, Praia versus Arasanya. Yes, I know, I'm horrible at names. I'm working on it. Now, for those of you who are new to our little show, we typically handle various topics. Now, for those of you who are new to our little show, we handle various topics on the show, but mainly we like to talk about combat sports and pop culture. So if you're looking for something very specific, like jujitsu episodes, I have a playlist just for you on the website. You can go to our website on the main page. I have little tiles that you can click on that'll take you to those playlists. You can also find out more about us and even shop at our little store. So it was an interesting card, man. I really dug it. I hope you watched, man, because by now you probably heard all the news and you get to hear our takes and what we're looking forward to in the next few fights. So without further ado, I'm with this show. Let's get going here. Welcome to another episode of the Flow Road Podcast. I am Edgar Otraves, and today my co-host is Mr. Lechuga. What's up, Lechuga? What up, man? And the topic of conversation for today will be, we're doing a post-fight review of UFC 268, Israel Adesanya versus Paella. Um, I know I'm butchering that poor man's last name. <laughs> Paella. Paella, Paella. You know, that stuff that you eat, you know, with the fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Adesanya was in a war against the Paella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that Paella, that shrimp Paella really was kicking his ass for a minute there. Yeah, man. So, uh, so let's get started at the top here. Israel Adesanya beats pa- pa- Paella in the second round late in the second round so what was your take on that man what did you think did you Bro, first of all did you think that was gonna happen did no you... i was fucking pissed really yeah i was pissed did you put money on it or something why are you yeah pissed? i put a little bit of money on uh Perea, <laughs> on Poatan. i had him winning in the fourth oh um, wow uh i didn't put much but it would have paid out pretty good uh, so. Don't feel bad. I put money on some fights too, or one fight, and I was upset. But uh, we'll get to that. Not just because I mean I wasn't even mad because of that. I was mad because like I I just wanted I want that division to get sh- shooken up, you know. Mm-hmm. And personally, I think Adesanya's kind of cringy. Like I kind of had my fill of him at this point. Yes, me too. I and I I like Perea's story more. Like I think he's just a cooler fighter, and I I, I don't know. It would have been exciting. And then even if he loses to Whitaker or whoever next, that's fine. That's still yeah. new blood up at the top. And then yeah, yeah. I agree one hundred percent. Israel, I was just talking about this. I was at the gym. I took the kids to the gym to. I took my son to to jujitsu, and I was sitting there talking to one of the guys and. We both came to the same assessment that freaking Israel Adesanya is weird, man. He's he is, a weird guy, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm a little weird too, but like this guy shows up at a press conference. Remember that press conference when he showed up with his nails done? Yeah. Well, did uh, you see him at this last one? No. Before the fight? Oh. I didn't get to see the last press What happened? What do you say? What do you do okay. now? Oh, he did a bunch of stuff. But, well, I mean, uh, aside from the kid, the thing with the kid, because that's all over yeah. my streams. Yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. But at the press, the the pre-fight press conference they do it on thursdays or whatever mm-hmm. did you ever see the movie danny the dog yes yeah so israel showed up wearing the dog collar that danny wears yeah and he claims he'd been wearing it the entire time and he's gonna take it off before the fight and it's like i don't know it just it's such an edgy teenager thing to do you know it's like the kind of thing that like a 14 year old would think is cool but this dude's in his fucking 30s <laughs> I- yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, you know, the same comment was made at the gym with the guy that I was talking to. He said oh, the same wow. thing. He said the same exact thing that you're saying. The whole dog call, uh, collar thing is like yeah. super immature or something. I hated it. I hated it. I'm like, dude, <laughs> why are you showing up at the fight with a dog collar on, dude? I mean, first of all, you're a black man and you're wearing this thing and it's it kind of like... It's a weird look, man. It's a weird look. Don't do it. Why are you doing it? There's Wait, a lot of baggage cool. there. Yeah, there's just a lot of weirdness with that guy. And plus, you know, I don't think he's gay. I don't think anything like that. I don't think there's anything, not that, that there's anything wrong with that, but there's just a lot of weird questions about this man, the way he dresses, the way he behaves, the, the, the stuff he says. 
I don't yeah. think I don't think he has any close friends at the top that are that are telling him, nah, bro, you, you're fucking weird. Stop that shit. Don't wear that. Don't do that. Don't put the nail polish thing on your fingers. Don't put the 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 dog collar on. Don't wear the 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 weird clothes. Like just be normal, dude. I think he's just a, a very insecure person. You think he's very insecure? Yeah, I do. I think he's a really insecure person. Wow. I, yeah, I, it's just like from the way he behaves and comes across and the way he interacts with other people, I just think it comes from a place of insecurity and constantly needing uh, attention and validation. Mm. Cause I mean, this guy's in his thirties. He's a dominant champion. He's going to go down as one of the greatest of all time, honestly. Yet he kind of like gets obsessed with these stupid little things. I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah. And that, that thing with, with Perea son, that's just more evidence of it. Like, dude, you're a grown fucking man. Like, that kid was like eight years old when that happened. Yeah. Yeah. I I, know, I had the same thing. And then he's up there talking about it. I saw the clips. He's talking about it like he's proud about being petty. He's like, I'm petty, yeah. man. I'm going to do that. And I'm like, dude, you're weak. Like, what the fuck is that, dude? Like, why are you doing that? That's. Wait, do you want to tell the listeners what it what happened, how it went down? Okay. So, and please fill it in if I miss some details. But I guess in one of the fights that where Paella knocked his ass out, in 2017. In 2017. Okay. So yeah. in, in 2017, when he got knocked out by Paella, his son came up in the ring and his son was walking around. And like you're saying, he's eight, right? He's a little kid. He doesn't know any better. And so he pretends to faint and fall dead next to Israel Alasanya. And so I guess Israel Alasanya has been carrying this around with him yeah. for the last few years and yeah. decides he wants to look for him in the crowd after he beats his dad and looks for that kid in the crowd and then Who points at him. Who's yeah. crying? Yeah. The kid and, was crying holding his mom. Uh, and so then he looks at him, he points him out and then he faints and pretends that he, he mimics him. Yeah. And, and I'm like, dude, man, like, okay, first of all, he did it when he was a kid. He was a kid. Yeah. Right. And second, like you're a grown ass man. Like you're saying, you're a grown ass man. That's some weird shit for you to do. That dude, I think that dude might be on the spectrum. There might be something wrong with that kid. He, maybe he's socially awkward. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not talking about Israel. Yeah, know, I'm talking man. about Israel. You know, I'm talking about Izzy. I think he's weird. Yeah, man. yeah. He's socially about awkward. He might, yeah, he's a weird he, dude, man. He might be on the spectrum. I mean, or maybe he's just a weird dude. I mean, some of these champs, they're weird, man. I mean, Georgia St. Pierre was on uh, Rogan's podcast yeah, once yeah. and talked about being abducted and having OCD because of it. Yeah. So yeah, well, he I, believes that fully believes it. I, the way he talks, he makes me believe too. I'm like, yes, please, there be, please let there be aliens. I want to <laughs> see the aliens. Look, man, <laughs> I love GSP, but that guy has had a significant amount of head trauma. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, uh, I've had a bunch of concussions, and soon thereafter, the concussion, I believe, all sorts of weird shit. So you're just yeah. uh, your logic and stuff isn't quite where it used to be. <laughs> Are you are you saying my logic? I don't know, man. I've been knocked out a couple of times. You're saying that my not my logic is bad? No, maybe you're fully recovered, but I bet <laughs> like in the soon thereafter, yeah. like you probably had some wacky ideas about shit. Oh dude, that shit never stops. I have wacky ideas all the fucking time. Yeah. But well, there, uh, see, there you go, man. Yeah. We I, should I, ask your wife if, if she thinks you've had some head trauma. <laughs> Oh man, I, I think my wife will take the opportunity to like uh, roast me. So I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. know if she would give you an honest opinion or not. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so like Izzy is just oh man, dude. I he's not he's not what I look for in a champ. And I and I guess one of the things too is just like when you find these champions, you have these champions, you can't expect them to be these moralistic high ground warriors that we kind of. It's true that we have painted up in these movies and books and stories that we come up with that they're just yeah. people. And mm-hmm. a lot of these people are fighters because they went through some trauma and this is, this is their way of becoming stronger. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man, maybe, maybe Israel is dealing with stuff. I don't know what, what his problem is, but that crap with the kid, that's, that's cringy. That's wrong. And uh, all yeah, the other, cringy as hell. Yeah, and all the other shenanigans that he's got going on. I hate all that stuff. I hate it all. I, 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 <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, man. I don't care if he paints his nails. I don't care that he wears pearls. I don't care that he showed up wearing a skirt to the press conference thing. I think that was more of a cultural thing, like a oh, Nigerian have, thing. 
Oh, okay. That's cool. Or, or, or it might have been like an Aboriginal thing. I don't remember. But he was wearing like uh, this like uh, ankle length kind of wrap. Mm. Um, but anyway, I don't care. For whatever the reason he was wearing it, I don't care. I don't care about any of that. I don't want to try and guess someone's sexual orientation or anything. But if it turned out that he you know, wasn't straight, I wouldn't care either. I think it'd actually be cool if the UFC had a gay champion. That, that, I, don't, I don't give a that shit. That would be interesting. It would be really interesting. Yeah. And it might even be good for, for the UFC. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's literally, it comes down to the way he acts and the things he says and does before fights, after fights, doesn't fucking matter. It's just this like immature. And, and like I said, it's an immature, insecure way of going about it. I think it's just fucking lame. And I don't get, I don't get why the UFC pushes him so hard. Like, I guess maybe he really does bring in the views and shit, but yeah. I don't know. Well, he's got weird shit to say, you know? So yeah, like, true. He, he, and he's full of it. Like he's got a lot of, not full of it, like full of shit, but more like he's got a lot of this weird stuff coming out of him. And they're <laughs> like, got well, a lot of bravado. Yeah. And so like he, he's got words, let's give him a mic, you know? And so this is what you get. You know, you get a weird dude saying weird stuff and doing weird things to, the people and i don't know I, I will say that the second round where praeus tried to like pick up the pace try to come yeah. after him that was cool he put him on the cage a little bit israel had his back on the cage i don't know if he he let that happen on purpose that's what but, he's claiming he's he, now claiming he was playing chicken that it was his plan mm, a rope a dope a rope dope you yeah. know I, I don't i don't know uh, i can't I don't really, believe him you if, don't believe if, him no i don't believe him i think his legs are really cooked i think maybe once he was up against the cage it was a last ditch effort at that point. I think he turtled up more than he really was feeling it. Maybe at that point he was mm -hmm. a little bit playing chicken, turtling up, waiting for a counter because this isn't something new for Perea. When he's, when he kind of smells blood in the water, he keeps his fist down by his waist and he's just throwing these hooks or whatever, these haymakers without any care in the world for a defense. So, and if you notice Perea, sometimes when he throws the hook, he dips his head to the side. Mm. So, and it, and uh, there was a few times, in the first round and a little earlier in the second where Perea did that and Izzy tried to counter it with that same exact punch and barely missed him. He barely okay. missed him like two or three times. But I think once Izzy was up against the cage, I think that was a, a desperation shot by Izzy that just happened to fucking land. Otherwise, I think he was done. I honestly think he was done. I'm going to have to say you're right about that. I kind of agree with that because it didn't look planned. When no. he got up in the cage. When he got up on the cage, Brea started dropping bombs, and then he covered up, and then he countered that left hook. He threw mm -hmm. that left hook, and then Izzy countered with a right on that yeah. same side, and then knocked him out. You know, yeah. or took two shots, but he, that was the beginning. He hit them. He hit him once, and then he hit him again, and then and he goes Brea down. Dip, he dipped his head in that direction. Mm -hmm. It was perfect. Perea's head was going in that direction right as the fist was coming in for that impact. It was like a fucking. It was a perfect punch. It was kind of crazy. And then after the fight, when Rogan was talking up with Adesanya, Adesanya had to watch the replay. He didn't even know what the fuck he hit him with. He yeah. even said, "I don't even know what I hit him with." Yeah, I yeah, I did see that part. Yeah. Yeah, you know, shamefully I had to watch I had to watch it the following day cuz I was trying so hard to stay up and watch all the fights. I was dude, I was wondering why I didn't get a reaction from you. Dude, I fell asleep. I fell asleep and <laughs> I was trying I hard and and it wasn't it wasn't like the fights were boring. It was a good night of fights. I just couldn't stay awake any longer. I had a long weekend. So what ended up happening is my my daughter told me about the fight and she's like oh you missed a, you missed a good main event the, the main event was fire and I'm like what what did you, you watched it and she's <laughs> like yeah I was sitting right there and you fell asleep I'm like what oh man so yeah I had to hear what happened like secondhand from my daughter who I didn't want to tell me what happened because I wanted to watch the fight for myself she ruined it for me but anyway yeah dude really kind of surprised me I didn't think Israel would do it I think that if they do it again which I think they probably will no no I don't know man you don't think so Izzy doesn't want it he said this is done that it's finished no nah, it's not done <laughs> yeah it's, dude no it's not done he kicked and your ass how many times yeah, it's three three to one now. Yeah. So one to one in at the UFC. Yeah. So it would make perfect sense to have a rematch. However, Izzy doesn't want it. He said it's done. And then Dana already said, Oh no, I think I think uh Perea should move up a weight class. He's like, if I had to bet anything, I think we'll be seeing Perea in another weight class. I don't think we should do that rematch. What the fuck? Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, man, because they want out of Sanya to be champion. They don't like Perea. I mean Adesanya is more marketable because Preya doesn't really talk shit. 
and two doesn't speak English. So it's really hard to put them out there, you know? So Adesanya is easier. So push him on the, on the Brazil side. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't understand this shit. Instead, uh, Adesanya wants to fight Dreykus Duplessis. You know, the dude from uh, South Africa. Mm, I haven't heard the name before. This is new to me. Dre- uh, Dreyfus. Dreykus. Dreykus. He's like a beefy, beefy white dude. Okay. Pretty good all around. I don't think he should be a title contender, but he's from South Africa and him and Izzy and maybe Kamaro had a bit of a back and forth earlier because Dreykus said he's the only African champion or said he'd be the only real African champion. What? Yeah, because he's like, he's like actually from Africa, you know? Yeah, but so, you know, he doesn't, you know, exactly look the part. I mean, no, he's but like, this really got under their skin. Because <laughs> I mean, I mean, for the viewers or for the listeners, uh, he's a white dude. <laughs> yeah, he's a very, very white man. Very white. I don't know how he can be from Africa and be this white. Well, he's South African. It's a very white place. It, it, are there more clouds in South Africa? Like, how does he not have a tan? I mean, uh, no, it's a, it was a long-standing British colony. But this dude is glowing a dark white. Like, <laughs> you can't well, get... yeah, South Africa's really south, man. They're far <laughs> from the equator. Man, dude. I don't know how that happens. Okay, well, whatever. I mean, sure, yeah. you want to be the one African champion. Yeah. Um, Izzy yeah. said he wants the fight. He wants the fight to happen in Africa, and that he will then uh, drag his carcass across the entire continent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't understand. I'm trying to find uh, what his rank is currently. I don't even know if he's a top 10. Uh, he might be like eight. It, I mean, the fucking ranking doesn't even matter. If Dana makes that fight, we'll wake up and Dreykus is ranked fifth or something. Oh, don't say it's stuff only like fourth. That. Don't say stuff like that. You hurt my feelings. Oh, this is also why I didn't want Izzy to win again because we're they fucking won't... stuck again. Who the fuck's he gonna fight? We'll let him fight Barrea again, but they're not gonna give it. They're not gonna. They don't want to do him. it. They don't want to do it because and, he'll uh, win. They won. I, I think he'll win, bro. He, he win. He, he was gonna win this one. He he had him. Izzy's legs were fucking cooked. If it didn't end in the second, it would have ended in the third. Yeah. Izzy can pretend he was that he was only pantomiming that he was hurt, but his legs buckled like three or four times, and that's why he fell back towards the cage. Ah, <sighs> yeah. I have the same assessment as you do in terms of like he he was uh, he was waiting for his shot, but he was in trouble. Yeah. And, and he threw a haymaker. And as Pereira, as a professional fighter, should know better. Yeah, that's on Pereira too. Yeah. Like Pereira knows that when you go hunting on someone like that and they're on the ropes, there's going to be that desperate ass haymaker. You got to, you got to be careful. You got to watch out for that. And to Izzy's credit, he's one of the best counter strikers in the entire UFC. We've seen him do this before. It's not the first time. He's super talented. Yeah. Super talented, super precise. Mm. He doesn't have the most power, but that precision is enough to knock people out. Yeah, super talented, super weird. Yeah, um, <laughs> a super weird guy, man. Yeah, I guess you got. I guess you got to be a little weird in order to be talented. I don't know. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude, dude, please do me a favor. If I ever, yeah. if I ever, ever, ever become like uh, super talented or like super rich or something, please yeah. don't let me get weird, man. I, I don't think that's how it works. I think you'll like cut me out and then just no. bring in some like dude that'll be your yes man. No, to bump dude. You up. No, no, we can't. We can't let that happen. We're gonna have to write a contract at some point. I think. And, okay. And, and where where you guys are like there to be like, no, nah, dude, don't wear the dog collar. That's super weird. <laughs> <laughs> don't no, do bro. that. <laughs> I think. You, I think. It'll be like a year from now, and you're all huge. And instead of me being <laughs> sitting here, it's gonna be like fucking. Shab or Brian Redband or something. Some dude that's been cast away from the Rogan podcast. Dude, no, man. Not those guys. Because <laughs> those guys will let me be weird. They don't know oh, me. Without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. They'll let me be weird because they they they, do, they want the laughs for their for their podcast, right? Yeah. And they didn't know you before the money. No. So, so they they're going to think you were always like this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. like this guy shows up with the dog collar and the nails painted. What's up with this guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, dude, don't let me don't let me get weird. You see that's that's the other reason that I uh I hope that the guys at the gym too 
uh i mean i don't know them all well enough just yet because i'm still pretty new at the gym i'm mm-hmm. hoping that you know you know we get pretty you know pally around and stuff and if i get weird someone says hey man you're being weird stop stop your weird shit yeah <laughs> you know? uh because i mean the other thing too is like when you have real friends and they're at your level they're gonna yeah. make fun of you right yeah and then you know yeah. like, oh shit you know me, either either this is something i need to change or i gotta double down on this <laughs> you know mm-hmm. you know to piss them off but like i i think that's his that's his problem he doesn't he doesn't like like we're saying he's got nothing but yes men around him and nobody's telling him he's being weird well and the thing is there are people close to him that'll tell him this shit, but he doesn't listen like leading up to this fight both his coach eugene bearman and izzy's brother both said that the stop because izzy was pissed first of all that the fight was stopped that first one he felt like he could have kept going even though he was fucking out that ref literally saved his ass mm. he was pissed that his brother and the coach said no that was a good stoppage and then he got pissed because both his brother and his coach said he should not be fighting again this soon it's only been four months you took some really heavy shots you should wait a little longer and he was fucking pissed about that and he, i mean he took the fight anyway so he didn't listen to them and he was upset that they dared to tell him that this is a bad idea and you know what's worse is that now that he won oh yeah you know now he won now all the things that they were saying they were wrong right yeah they were right i don't care how you how you freaking shake it right like they were right he took a huge risk right mm-hmm. they're looking out for his long-term health yeah exactly and this guy is over here throwing caution to the wind that's fine if he wants to do that with himself but i mean those people they're watching out for him because they care for this guy yeah exactly bro if Perea had laid his ass out again i don't think he'd ever be the same after that yeah we've seen it so many times these fighters will have like two bad knockouts in a row they're never the same they yeah. are never the same and Praia hits like a motherfucker. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. He's probably the strongest puncher outside of fucking Nunganu. Fucking shit. He was like really throwing fucking hard ones at him. Man. Yeah, he was. Oh, man. Okay, fuck, so I'm he sorry. He fucking had him, dude. Yeah. He had him. I watched the fight with my dad. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and, and he was pissed too. And then the next morning, <laughs> we're sitting there during, we're sitting there having uh, breakfast because for Easter. Yeah. So we were having like an Easter brunch. And then my dad's just shaking his head. And I'm like, what's up? Uh? And then he's like, I don't know how Pereira must feel today. He's like, I didn't fight. And I'm still pissed about it. Like, <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Yeah. I would be on fire right now, especially with all the shit he was doing to the kid. Oh, yeah. If that was my son and this guy was fucking making fun of my kid, I'd fucking get up and wreck him. You know, I, I he probably he was still out. He probably didn't see it. But he yeah, probably, no, I don't think he knew. Yeah, he probably found out later, and he's probably freaking pissed right now. Oh, dude. I don't know, man. I don't know. Anyway, that was an interesting fight. It was fun. Oh, by the way, Correa responded to Izzy today. Oh, what did he say? Not that exciting. He just said, when asked about Correa taunting his son, he said, I don't know. I wouldn't do the same. I can play with my son. I've always played with him. I tease him. It was something that happened. I don't know what his feelings was. It was seven years ago. He was enduring it, enduring it, and I saw Arasanya's joy that he had knocked after the knockout because that's the dream and he made it. But we're comparing him with a child that was five years old at the time, right? I don't, I don't have that mind. Today he is 12, and before that fight, I saw my son was being influenced by other people, sometimes even participating in some interviews and some asking you're going to do to do this. I'm going to do it again and so on and so on. He laughed because he's a kid. Yeah. Anyway, so he's pretty much saying what we said. His son is a little kid and Adesanya is a grown man. So. Yeah. I, if I was, if I was Preya, this would just make me fucking nuts. And I would just fight right back to the top and make that fight happen yeah. again and take that belt for once and for all from him. Yeah. That right there. That's how vengeance stories start, man. <laughs> you know, like that's like this shit just goes tit for tat. And I don't know. I don't know. But I'm sorry. I know we're short on time. So I we're moving yeah, let's, on. Let's hit up a couple more. So Gilbert Burns versus Jorge Masvidal. I was not surprised. I did expect a little more from Masvidal. What was your take? I wasn't surprised at the outcome. I was surprised that it fucking went to a decision. I fully expected Gilbert Burns to knock out or submit Masvidal. I actually thought Jorge Masvidal will do a better job of fighting. 
I mean, he's still very talented. He's still, I, I think he's still got more time as a fighter. But good for him for, for getting out of the game. He retired yeah. at the end of the fight. But I thought it was pretty uh, competitive. I don't think he took a lot. But I didn't see him being as aggressive as he used to be. You know, I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was just Gilbert Burns' wrestling. I, I have no idea what the deal was, but. I don't think Masvidal has been the same since that knockout by Kamaru Usman. Remember mm-hmm. where Usman just laid him out flat? Yeah. And I think that's kind of made Masvidal gun shy because he's really scared of getting that counter again. And I don't know. I mean, Masvidal's wrestling has never been that good. No. Nah. And I just think he's lost a step. I mean, the guy's in his late 30s. He's been fighting for 20 fucking years. He doesn't really take care of his body. No, so, he doesn't. And I mean, he was hinting at retirement before the fight even happened. So it's like, I think once your mind is on that, then I think it's, you know, I don't think there's any coming back from that. I, so I think you're right. I think that's a great assessment. I heard him talk about uh, retiring mm-hmm. before the fight, but I just thought that was talk for him to like get in his own head and try to like try to win the fight because you know oh you know i'm down three or four whatever losses this is going to be it for me if i don't win you know so a lot of people come back and they fight hard and they win that fight right and he just he i don't want to say he just showed up because he didn't just show up but he didn't seem to have the same fire and so i think the mindset you have the correct the correct assessment i think he is he was thinking like that i thought he would come in thinking the former be on yeah. fire, come in and take that win and keep fighting. But no, you're right. It was more about this is my last fight. Yeah. And and like you're saying, your mind is there. You're not going to fight the same. No, no, no. You're being cautious. You don't want to get hurt. It's your last fight kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Gilbert Burns is claiming that uh, Masvidal cheated, that he was greased up. You saw that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, dude. Okay, so from my understanding, the, the way the greasing works is you take some kind of shower. Yeah, or a sauna. Or, or is it a sauna? Okay, it's so a sauna. It opens up your pores. Okay, that makes sense. So I wasn't sure what, what, what it was. But yeah, you, take, you go jump in the sauna, it opens up your pores, and then I guess at some point you put on lotion, your skin absorbs the lotion. Yeah. You, let, you, know, you wait for a minute, and then you do it again. And so I guess you're you're just covered in lotion. Yeah. So then what happens is your body absorbs, like your pores open up and it absorbs the lotion. <laughs> and so when you're walking out to the ring and you get inspected, you look normal because your body absorbed up all the lotion and grease or whatever. But then once you start sweating, then it all comes out again and it gets super, you know, slick. Yeah. Oh, dude. Bro, oh, that's fantastic. I. I went back and I watched a little more of that fight again. And in the third round, maybe now because it's in my head, but Masvidal looked really freaking shiny. (laughs) (laughs) Like he looked like when you put on a bunch of like freaking suntan lotion and you're like walking out on the beach and you're practically glowing. That's how he fucking looked in that third round. Dude, you know, he's a Latin dude, man. You need that suntan lotion. You want to make sure you don't get too brown. The summer's just starting. You don't want him to be like a a burnt piece of toast by the end of the summer. He lives in Florida. He was just being cautious. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I found like some random jujitsu forum talking yeah. about that fight. Yeah. And they were all, uh, they were all in agreement with Gilbert Burns and like all these dudes. Are, I guess the oldest fucking trick in the book. Like look dude, at him. Dude, that's crazy. Uh, I've, I've been grappling for like forever. I mean, I did wrestling in high school where there's all kinds of little tricks that you learn in high school and then jujitsu for the last, you know, 12 years or whatever i've never heard about this trick man <laughs> i like how but now these, that you know it <laughs> uh, dude you know what's worse is that this guy got in a press conference and told the whole world every mofo white belt blue belt etc is going to be greasing like this sliding around the mat in <laughs> <laughs> every tournament now you yeah. know because this guy went ahead and gave everybody the freaking instructions on how to do this Oh, dude. Oh, dude. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait. I want, I want to try to compete this year. I can't wait to see if I see it. If I get some greasy dude on the mat. And I'm like, he's greased. Yeah, he's <laughs> fucking greased. <laughs> Wipe his ass down. <laughs> this happened once before when, uh, it, well, once before in a big fight like this. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, GSP. It was St. Pierre versus uh, BJ Penn. Was it BJ Penn doing that? No, it was St. Pierre that did it. St. Pierre. Yeah, and BJ Penn protested during the fight 
and they stopped the fight. And then the commission inspected GSP. They agreed with BJ Penn what? and they, they made the corner towel his ass down. What? Yeah, it was really shady, man. Dude, and GSP is always like this guy who wants to be on the moral high ground. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. No. Motherfuckers. It is like, it's like, nope. There's always someone trying to just get that that little yeah. edge, you know? Oh, man, that's that's wrong. That's too bad. I, it's funny as hell that someone would <laughs> go through all that. Just, you know, instead of wasting all that time in the sauna and greasing yourself up, why don't you fucking study some jujitsu? Why don't you look some shit up? Why don't you actually try to get better at the fucking thing you're doing rather than trying to find a fucking shortcut? You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, so you're older now, right? And this guy might be younger. Whatever. Be smarter. That's what you have on your side. You have experience. Be wiser. I don't know, man. That's so sad. That's It's funny. I think it's hilarious. People do silly things like this. There, I mean, in high school, guys used to eat onions. So they have oh, a, so your sweat would smell bad? So your sweat would smell bad, but so that your breath also stank and they, they wanted to do all kinds of stuff. And then uh, you let a little stubble grow. Oh, so you, it hurts. So, so it's like it, sandpaper. Exactly. You just grind on the guy. You take your fucking chin and you put it in their eyeball and stuff. Dude, I had like, friends that wrestle. They would do gross shit. They yeah. wouldn't shower for days. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, dude. I've been at tournaments as a wrestler. Or dudes in freaking shower. Was, no, oh, they're doing yeah. it on purpose. It's disgusting. Me. One of it's, my friends was like, dude, I haven't wiped my ass since yesterday. Like, I'm just taking dumps and not even using toilet paper. No. <laughs> yeah. Bro, that's disgusting. That's 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 how you get fucking staff, man. You oh, get, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's it. so fucking common in wrestling. Oh, fuck it. They just shower. So that we don't get staff, find a different way to cheat at least, please. You yeah, know? get greased up like a real man. <laughs> Use the sun, I get some lotion. Yeah. <laughs> Edgar, I think you should just be greased up like that 24 7 because you yeah. never know when a grappling fight, you know, or, or a jujitsu might just break out. Dude, you'll be ready. 100%, man. You know, like uh, for self defense, I'm just going to walk around with a yeah. baby bottle of oil and stuff. Like, I've seen you with your son. He might attack at any moment. Dude, you got to be ready. T- all the time. I'm just, I'm next time, next time I'm just bust out that, that oil <laughs> and just put it around my neck so that he doesn't try yeah. to choke me. He's going to just slide right off your back <laughs> flying across the room. <laughs> yeah, that'll be hilarious. That'll be awesome. Yeah. My wife will probably get mad. Why are you greasing? Let your son choke you. (laughs) He's got to learn. Let him choke you. (laughs) So uh, moving on, we got Font, KOs, Giannis. That was some nice, nice. That was a nice fight. It was. I was shocked. I had Giannis winning that fight. I was impressed. Uh, Yeah, and I, I thought Font was losing that fight too. But then I saw Font have a little luck with with the dirty boxing. And, and then, yeah, Font has such a perfect jab too, mm, which opens up the opportunity for some dirty boxing. Yep, exactly. That's exactly what he what he did. He threw out that jab, and once he threw that jab out, he used it to cup the back of the head, and then he pulled him in for like a shovel hook to the head. Bro, that was beautiful. It was, I was really like, good. That was so nice. And he had, like I was saying, like he had luck with that earlier in that round. He did it again, and he won. You know, dude, I was like, wow, way to go, Boricua. You did a good job. I'm happy for him, man. He's been around a while. Giannis is young, dude. He's going to be fine. But yeah, that was kind of shocking. I I don't know. Giannis has, in my opinion, has the best striking, or at least boxing. He has the best boxing in that that division. He was doing real well. Bro, but he got fucking outclassed in boxing right there. Yeah, I don't know if it was boxing exactly. He got outclassed (laughs) with the dirty boxing for sure. Sure, yeah, okay. The the, You know, because I mean... You know, he he was able to grab him and, and punch him while he was, you know, it's just, it was, it was slick. I thought it was great. I thought it was really, really cool. Unfortunately, they don't have any crazy antics. So there's nothing to talk about there with them. No. <laughs> they behave no. themselves. Yeah. yeah. Well, Giannis after the fight was yelling at his corner, but I don't know what he was so upset about. I don't know either. I And I do remember that. It might've been, uh, I think he was upset at maybe the game plan. Maybe the game plan was the wrong game plan. Sure. But I don't know. I, I mean, he know. was also, I mean, he had just got knocked out. So 
he's probably not all there, kind of emotional. I'm sure afterwards probably cooled off and realized it was his mistake. Yeah. I mean, in the end, it's he's the one throwing the punches, right? He makes the decisions yeah. once he's in there. So, again, moving on, we got Kevin Holland, KO's Ponzinibbio. Yeah, that was a dominant performance by Kevin Holland. He was walking in the park. Yeah, man. And then he was, like, talking to Trump and stuff. I know. A lot of fighters are talking to Trump. I was just like, <laughs> what's going on with this? Why? <laughs> well, did you watch the uh, embedded's? Leading up to the fight? No, I didn't get a chance. <laughs> what? Uh, what bro, I know we I know we moved on from the Masvidal Burns fight, uh, but it was the funniest thing. So like, he loves week, Trump. Yeah, dude. So throughout yeah. the week, it would be these little peaks at whatever Burns was up to, and he'd be training his fucking ass off every single time he was in the gym, just covered in sweat, doing something. And every time they would show Masvidal, he'd be on his way to a party or leaving a party or getting <laughs> dressed up for a party. And then finally, it culminates with him getting dressed up and being welcomed into Mar-a-Lago as a special uh, guest for some Trump thing. And then Trump is walking by and uh, Masvidal's there and he's got like the biggest fucking grin on his face. It, it looked like, I don't know, man. It looked like a little kid meeting Santa Claus. That's how Masvidal looked. Oh, dude. I don't know. Whatever, man. I mean, I'm not a fan of talking about politics, but this this guy went ahead and like Masvidal went ahead and talked about politics. He like, oh yeah, yeah. Let's get rid of this guy, you know. And then like, oh, that's the great, that's the best guy right there. I'm like, dude, what? I was just like, come on, man. Yeah, that's what he decided to use his retirement speech on. So, yeah, whatever, man. I mean, I would have, I would have been like, hey, you know, check out my promotion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's boxing promotion. Yeah, go over there, check me out over there, check my Instagram out. I got websites, you know, something. But hey, you know, you, you took your moment. I'm sh- people are still gonna follow him. They're still gonna like, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, some people might like him more now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, so going back to Kevin Holland, I like what Kevin Holland did. He stepped into the leg kick. Mm-hmm. And caught the leg kick and countered with the right hand. Textbook way to counter a leg kick. And then what Ponzanibio did was he, in order to slip out of the kick or out of the grab, he spins around, right? And pulls his leg out. And when he pulled out, that's when Kevin Holland dropped that bomb on him and knocked yeah. him out. That was that was that was so textbook, man. I saw I, he just he did so well in that fight. He just looked yeah. so good. Yeah. I mean, we talk about people being in a flow state when it comes to jujitsu, but Holland seems to enter that with his striking. Like it was so fluid and just kind of where he wasn't react. Like he was just reacting. He wasn't thinking anymore. Like it, it it looked that fluid. He did look like that. He looked fluid. He looked, he just looked naturally like calm in there. He was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was like a, like seriously, like a walk in a park for him. I thought it was great. He, it was a great performance. I, I like to see what he does next. His strike, I mean, his striking is so good. His problem is that his wrestling is so far behind the mm. top people in that division. So, I mean, hopefully he can catch up on that because he's an exciting fighter. Yeah. Well, I mean, just work on that getting up off the floor, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You, you can work on that until you, your grappling catches up. And so, finally, uh, this is this is the one that broke my heart, man. Yeah. Like, right in the beginning, uh, Christian Rodriguez uh, wins a unanimous decision over Raul Rosas Jr., yeah. Oh man, dude. So I had Raul winning the first round and then sure. uh, losing rounds two and three to Christian Rodriguez. And getting worse as the fight went on. Yeah. So yeah. what do you think happened there? It, it, it looked like he got tired, but do you think that's what it was? I don't think it was that. No, I, that's what I think it was. I think Rosas just fucking went for broke on getting a takedown. He was just spamming the takedowns but he wasn't doing anything to set them up. Like, mm. I don't, I'm not even sure he threw a punch or a kick in that first round. He literally was just diving forward, trying to grab a leg in the middle of the ring, not really setting up these takedowns, just completely telegraphing them. And he managed to get, I think two successful takedowns. Yeah. Um, but he expanded so much energy and especially when they were on the ground, he went all out trying to get that neck crank. Even though his body wasn't really positioned that well, right? I'm trying to remember where they were. They were kind of up against the cage, but yeah. it was Rosas. He was like on the wrong side of Rodriguez's body to really get that crank in. Yeah, I can't remember what he was doing. Um, so it was pretty much only with his arms. Like he, I think he had a body triangle set up as he was doing the neck crank, 
but he really wasn't on the right side of Rodriguez's body to get the proper amount of torque from Uh what I remember. Yeah. I think he just went for broke that first round. Second round, he still had a little bit more energy, but by that point it seemed like Rodriguez had figured him out. And then by the third round, it was just complete domination. I think that's what happened. I don't think Raul ran out of juice. I think he was just getting outclassed. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, he did seem like he was a little slower, but he still seemed like he had quite a bit of energy still, you know, I I think Christian Rodriguez just outclassed him. You know, I I think uh, Raul still needs a little more time. Uh, I like his fire. I like how he's coming and he's, he wants to be the youngest champion. I would love to see that. But I think he needs a little more time. He needs he yeah. needs to get a little more time under his belt. But I put money on that fight. I was oh wow yeah, and I had put money on like on a prop bet. So I had him winning via KO or KO TKO etc. Not by submission because even the submission odds weren't great. Oh, you know? the yeah. winning by striking it was like a plus six hundred for Ross or for Rosas. So I figured, eh, I know he probably won't win, but you know, in case he does, he's going to win anyway. I put $5 on that. We'll see what happens, right? And uh, I didn't expect to win, but I didn't expect uh, Rosas to lose. I was really sad, dude. I was hoping that kid would win. Uh, I don't know, man. I was, I'm conflicted. I like Rosas. I like his story. Mm-hmm. I just think he's too fucking young, man. Like, part of me, I feel like him losing was the best thing that could happen to him. And the way he lost, too. He didn't get knocked out. He didn't take a ton of damage. He just got kind of embarrassed to a yeah. point where he will now know, like, I have a long way to go. And hopefully, yeah. he works on other parts of his game. So, here's an interesting thing. I felt that Christian Rodriguez had quite a bit of opportunity. To end to, it? To end it. I felt the exact same way. And it didn't seem like he took it. And it seemed on purpose. It wasn't like he was being cautious with his gas tank or or his arms. Mm -hmm. It was like he was having mercy on this kid. He's just beating on him. And he was hitting him, but he wasn't even hitting him all that hard either, I don't think. He was just like rabbit punching him. Dude, he had his his entire forearm under Raul Rosas' fucking chin, like in tight. And he just wouldn't do it. He just decided, no, I don't feel like fucking choking him out. Yeah, it's kind of how like an upper belt rolls with a white belt, you know, catch and release. Yeah. And so he was like rolling with a white belt. And it's crazy because Raul Rosas is no fucking joke. Like he is, he's been in tournaments and has finished black belts. Yeah. So, or or jujitsu tournaments. So I'm surprised that he was able to do that to him. I was impressed with Christian Rodriguez. I'm going to pay a little more attention to that cat. He's good. Leading up to the fight, right before it started, a lot of big money started coming in on Christian Rodriguez. Wow. Yeah, the big bets are being placed for C-Rod. Damn. Yeah. Damn, I should have known. I should have (laughs) known. Well, I I didn't know until after the fight. Then people started posting that. Yeah. Damn, dude. That's crazy. Man, you know, I was really looking forward to more Rosas, like, growing up and, and getting higher and higher in the rankings. I wonder where this puts him. I don't think he was ranked yet. He wasn't ranked? No, I don't think so. That's crazy what they do with those fucking cards, man. Like you can be in the you can be in the main card and not be ranked. Yeah. That's yeah. weird. Oh, he got a lot of hype, man. A bunch of hype trains got derailed. Yeah. Rosas train, the Giannis train, the Perea train. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if the the Perea train is is a hype train. I think that's a real train. <laughs> okay. Well, I agree. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't fucking know. We haven't seen him go up against someone that can wrestle. So. Oh, well, he's going to lose against a wrestler. He would lose to Kamzat, to Hamzat Chimaev. I think he would lose to Whitaker. Maybe lose to Vittori. Vittori's got pretty good ground game. I think him against Costa would be a fun fight. Mm. I don't know. Him think, against Yuri, Perea goes up a weight class. Him against Yuri Prohaska, that'd be a fucking fantastic fight. It'd be crazy. That would be crazy. That's another weird fucking dude. Yeah. <laughs> but he's honorable, though. He's got the samurai lifestyle or whatever. Just yeah, lives on the fucking mountains. I think I think that's cool. I think if you're gonna be weird, that's a good way. That's a good way to go weird. You know, yeah. just be a samurai. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like the Eastern European samurai. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, man. It was a good night, man. I enjoyed the card. I was surprised, uh, a little disappointed here and there, but it was lots of fun. 
Are you pressed for time? What you got? No, man, I got a little bit more time. Okay. Oh, I'm only in a bit of a rush because my girlfriend flies in tonight. She's oh, been okay. gone for like the last ten days. Oh, okay. And I got to clean a little bit. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't want it to look like a bachelor's been living here for the last week and a half. <laughs> I got to clean. Yeah. You got to wash the dishes. Uh, yeah. yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on. I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to the card with Nunez versus, uh, what's her name? Pena. Pena. Juliana Pena. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that fight. You already know how I feel about it. Yeah. And yeah. how the rest of the world seems to feel about it. I don't understand. I, I mean, aren't you guys interested in seeing what happens? I mean, it's the the end of the rubber match. Let's put that that fight together and see who who's the ultimate champion. Hopefully, no, it's man, Pena. This is like, I think this is fight number four. Yeah, but not with the belt. You know? Okay. Like, All right, sure. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, what do you think? What are your predictions for that fight? I think Nunez is going to win 50 to 45. Every round for five straight rounds. I don't think she's going to put out Pena because Pena seems to have a really good chin. Yeah. And has a good enough ground game. I don't think she'll get submitted. So I think, I think it'll just be like fucking every round to Nunez just dominating. I don't fucking know. Cause I, I mean, Pena won. The one Pena won was because Nunez inexplicably had no idea what to do against a jab. <laughs> and they just did the same fucking jab over and over and over again. She didn't do anything else. That's all she fucking did. Yeah. Somehow that was enough to put out Nunez. And I think Nunez has kind of figured that out a bit. Well, I I think in the heat of the moment, that jab rocked her a little bit, right? Yeah, it did. It, it stung her. It, it stung her and it, it put her out of her own headspace. Yes. I'm on, of the opinion that maybe Pena was also a little rocked. Mm. And so she got stuck doing the same thing oh it worked i'm just gonna keep doing the same thing over and over again you know yeah. and so it, it was just kind of like two characters that are stuck in a video game doing the same thing over and over I was again literally about to say the same thing it's like yeah. the first time you play mortal kombat and you don't know how to do anything so you just do the same fucking kick over and over again <laughs> somehow yeah. you win but you yeah. can only go so far with that yeah you just be, just basically just sitting there spamming the, the you yeah. know the game yeah and so that's all i think happened i don't think it was a fluke i think pena can win okay but we'll see you know i think pena is strong enough she's young enough she's got a strong enough chin if she's if she's done it once i think she can do it again but she needs a better game plan for this last round because i mean it will be the last time she fights this girl yeah you know uh they won't give her another chance to fight unless no unless dana really likes you you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nah, I think this is it. They're both pretty up there in age too. So mm. if Pena loses by the time she works her way back up to be the number one contender, like, I, I don't know. I feel like Nunez might be gone at that point. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, I don't, I don't think Nunez has much left in, in the tank for herself and, uh, you know, good for her. I, I also like, I like it when fighters retire at a yeah. young age yeah, with I all their too. facilities, you know? Yeah, exactly. I always kind of, feel a little sad because I want to see more out of these people, especially when they're super talented and they have a wonderful career. But I also don't want to see them 10 years, 20 years from now yeah, where they can't even like tie their shoes or they're having trouble walking can't remember anything. I hate all that. You know, I don't like seeing all that. I will say, I'll happily admit you are way more clued in with the female divisions and you're way better at predicting those fights. So as we just saw when that Shashenko fight, Valentina fight, you're the only fucking person I knew that called that upset like that. My dad thought it might happen, but you were the only confident person. I I, I don't know what it was. I, I that particular fighter was what it was for me. It's it was uh, uh you're talking about Grasso, right? Yeah. Grasso just called my attention because she's one Mexican and her dad or her dad and uncle kind of and her brothers. Her. And her brother's helper with her training. So and she's Henry, your favorite person too, Henry Cejudo. Oh, that fucking guy. <laughs> Did you see that thing I said, you? No, I still got to go back and watch it. The fucking guy speaks perfect fucking Portuguese. I'm not surprised. I'm like, what? He's another what? person, bro, where he's so fucking cringe, but he's super talented at all sorts of shit. Yeah. But he, his cringe is kind of on, on, on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. It's a character. Yeah. So like, uh, you know, I, I'm hoping that in real life, he's a really nice guy and you actually would like him, you know, uh, but uh, you know, people his po- that we like mm-hmm. cool people that we like seem to really like him. So 
Mm, I don't know. Okay. Well, Mighty I, Mouse likes him. Tyson seems to like him a lot. Alexa that, Grosso likes him, you know? I, I can't believe Alexa Grosso likes him. Holy shit. Yeah. But, like, I will say that uh, that familial kind of connection that she has with mm-hmm. her father, et cetera, it, it, that was what attracted me to her. And so I followed her, you know, and I was like, oh, who is she? Who is this person? And then I, I think there was one other thing. She was like in Chicago. Yeah. And she took pictures with her, with her dad, I guess, in the Sears Tower. And I'm like, oh, look at this. You know, she's, you know. And so, like, I, I started following her on Instagram. And that's the only reason I was able to call that fight because I, I follow her. But there's other fighters that I follow on Instagram and I kind of watch what they're doing. I watch their training. I see what camps they're out out of, and then I can make those decisions when it comes to big bets. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason I was able to pull that bet off. Also, like Wiley is another one, right? Wiley is yeah. another favorite of mine that I that I follow. The only reason I follow Wiley is because she's a female Chinese champion. My wife is half Chinese. She finds it entertaining to watch her fight. I can't help but you know, follow her as well. Especially when she beat uh, Joanna Jojencek. That fight was a phenomenal fight. And so you can't help but notice her, right? That's oh, that- wait, I did not know your wife was half Chinese. Yeah, she's half Chinese, half Filipino. I thought she was just fully Filipino. No, she's she's half Chinese. It's Does one she of those- identify with one more than the other? I believe she identifies uh, with the Filipino side, but mm-hmm. I guess you would have to ask her and it might be whatever mood she's in but <laughs> like, today i'm chinese yeah i don't know yeah but yeah she's she's half it's one of those weird instances where i uh her dad had immigrated to to the philippines oh okay so and then he, met her met her mom there yeah and so yeah so he grew up there at a young age he grew up there yeah man those are the only two fighters i'm clued in on the female side there's a few other, like, there's, there's some guys I follow, but I don't know. The other piece of it, too, is, you know, my daughter will watch these fights. And she'll watch them with me. Mm-hmm. And she'll get into the fighters, and so we'll talk about fighting. Yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah. That type of representation matters. Yeah, it, it does. It does. It absolutely does. It's nice to see someone that looks like you doing the things you would like to do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Don't forget, dude, there's a fight night coming up. It's a good one. Oh, which one is it? Well, I don't know about the rest of the card, but Arnold Allen versus uh, Max Holloway. It's a good fight. Ooh. Arnold Allen is a young up-and-coming fighter. He's got a ton of hype behind him. And then, I mean, we all know who Max Holloway is, who hasn't fought in a while. So, it'll be interesting. Oh, man. I think Max, he's getting towards the uh, tail end of his career. Yeah, he's kind of slurring his words a lot. Oh, a little bit. Yeah. He's starting to sound like a Diaz brother. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So there's uh, on the card we have Max Holloway, Arnold Allen. Uh, you have Edson Barboza, Billy Quarantello on the uh, co-main event. I have Dustin Jacoby versus Azmat Mirzakhanov. Ooh, I think I did pretty good with that one. I think you did too. Yeah. <laughs> we have Tanner Boozer and Ian Kotaleba. I know that name. I just can't fucking say it. He um, uh, he was a inter- interesting prospect maybe like two years ago or so, two, mm. three years ago. Then we have Pedro Munoz versus Chris Gutierrez. Clay Guida's on the card. There you go. And we have uh, Rafa Garcia. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited for the Holloway Arnold Allen fight. The rest of the card is kind of, I don't know. It's It's so-so. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see what we'll see what Clay Guida still has. He is <laughs> up there, though, man. I don't, I don't know. I oh. mean, he's looked like he's forty for the last fifteen years. Yeah. I don't know how old he actually is. <laughs> he's forever forty. Yeah, I mean, this guy fights like a madman. Yeah, it's just uh, I don't know. I'm glad he cut his hair so that you know it doesn't look like he's getting knocked out every time someone tags him. Yeah, I don't know about those some of these fights. I I'm not uh, clued in too much. There's I mean, there's Edson Barboza. It'd be nice to see him fight. Yeah, sees the leg kicks. Yeah, yeah. I don't see the odds for any of these either. Plus the odds for Max Holloway and Arnold Island Arab, and uh, Allen is the underdog for a plus one thirty five. Okay, I mean that's not too bad. No, it's pretty close. Max Holloway is the favorite for by a negative one fifty five. 
or minus one ninety or one fifty five. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they're calling it pretty close. I think if Allen wins, he'll get a title shot. Man, they don't have the odds yet. I know it's kind of weird. That is kind of weird. You would have the odds on a big card already by now. I would imagine that the odds are not going to be too different for some of these fights. Mm-hmm. We're we're not going to be finding any kind of uh, good paydays in this one. I, although I will say that Rafa Garcia, I think, has a pretty good chance of beating Clay Guida. <laughs> I only say that because Clay Guida is an older man. He's been around a long time, man. Yeah. I mean, I like that dude. Yeah, he's, he's a, an exciting fighter. Yeah. He's wild, too. Oh. I was at a... I was at a UFC event here in Chicago and we were sitting about maybe 10 seats away from Clay Guida's mom. Oh, I think you told me that. I was at the same event. Were you at the same event? Yeah. I've been to two Chicago events. I don't remember where I was sitting on that one. Dude, they need to bring another fucking Chicago event, man. It's been a long ass time. Yeah, it has been. It'd be great to have a Chicago event. I'm getting itchy. I might even go out to fucking Vegas to see one. Damn. I would like to take my son. Take and your daughter, daughter too. Maybe you'll Damn. go for a White Lee fight. There you go. That would be awesome, dude. Yeah. You know you know what needs to happen? A freaking uh, Mexico card. You would think so, but it doesn't look like that's what's happening. Dude, you got three Mexican fucking champs. Yeah. Three champs. I know a bunch of Mexican prospects right now. Honestly, Mexico's having a moment here. Yeah. You need to make the next time one of those guys fight, you need to put them all together on a card. I bet they're working on it. They have to be. I hope so. If they're not going to do the card in Mexico, have it in fucking LA or have it here in Chicago. Honestly, you'll get a crazy turnout. Oh, dude. I would fucking absolutely fucking show up for that. But I don't even know if they would be able to fucking host it here. There would be so many people trying to come into that fight, man. Oh, yeah. We usually have it at the United Center. I don't know if United Center is big enough. Might not be. I don't know. I mean, the Mexican national team, they'll do like friendly matches here in Chicago. It'll be like against Poland or something at Soldier Field, and they'll fucking sell it out. Damn. Sells out, man. And that, it's for a match that doesn't even count. It's just a friendly match. Fuck, dude. Yeah. Dude, yeah. They No, the best thing to do would be to have that fucking that. That fucking card have the three Mexican champs. They have to be. There's no way Dana hasn't thought of this. There's no uh, way. He was already asked about it. He said no. <laughs> he said that's no, not what's the plan right now. Well, he, when does that motherfucker ever tell the truth? That's true. Like that guy yeah. is always holding the cards close to the chest. There's no way that this guy is not thinking about that. There's, there is money on the table there, man. Come on. Well, I you w- got to figure out. Do you make more money having them all on the same night or would you make more money having them spread out over three different events? F- fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. Just, just fucking, I mean, especially if these guys knock out their, their people. Yeah. You can have them fight again three months later. Come on. You did that to fucking Cowboy. Cowboy beat the shit out of somebody and then two weeks later you had them fighting on another card to cover the, to cover the card. There is no reason not to have a, a three champ fucking fight card in Mexico City. Have that in I the- think I'm pretty sure the Yair Rodriguez fight is already booked. Nah. Fuck. I'm pretty sure, but I don't remember if it was just rumors or if it's actually confirmed, but I think it is. I mean, I mean, at least have two of the three. Like, uh, try to get yeah. that going, you know? Yeah. Moreno <sighs> and Grasso are the same card. Yeah, yeah. Three Mexican champs. Uh, Mexico City, UFC. Let's see what we get. Uh, uh, yeah, let me see. Now, there's a lot of hype, but nobody. Dana White shoots down UFC Mexico in 2023. <laughs> see, I told you, man. 2023. You want to wait? You want to wait another year? We're barely in April. But, I mean, some fighters only fight a couple times a year. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't, Dude, we're six months away from September. You could have done it on Mexican Independence Day. You know how that fucking would, crazy that would have been? That would be fucking bananas. Mexico would go fucking bananas. Go bananas, bro. <sighs> you could still pull it off. Yeah. It's April. Yeah. And I'm telling you, if you can't do it in Mexico City, just do it in fucking L.A. Do it in LA. Tons of Mexicans will show up. Ah, oh, bro. No. 
<laughs> Mexico City. Yeah, that'd be I, will, ideal. I would I would go to Mexico City. Wow. I, I mean, I talked to my wife and I said, look, you know, they got these three Mexican champs. If it ever happens that they have these fights in Mexico City, would you want to go? And she's like, yeah, you know, whatever. You know, she doesn't, you know, she doesn't know. We, none of us know whether or not it's actually going to happen. So she said, yeah, but I'm going to yeah. hold it to her. I'm going to make it, I'm going to make her keep her word and take us out there. That'd be great. Take the kids with you, man. It'll be a great fucking time. Oh yeah, we'll we'll all go. My wife yeah. and the kids. Oh yeah, we're all Mexico going. Mexico City's we're... a fun place. I've never been. Oh yeah, you know, it's good. You only need to be there for like four days. Anything more than that, you're gonna get real sick of it. Yeah, it's just so packed, bro. It's so much more dense than Chicago is. There are people everywhere at all times. Ugh. The public trans. It's gross. <laughs> just take Ubers if you're there. You don't. I don't think your kids need the experience of riding the Mexican subway. But for those four days, those first four days, it's a magical place. You're gonna have a great time. <laughs> Go see some lucha libre with oh, your fucking yeah? kids, dude. It's great. It's fun as hell. Really? Yeah, but but don't wander around outside the stadium. It's not in the best location. Oh, okay. But you should be fine. You should be fine because the fights are usually during the day. So, like, we went to New York, uh, not this, uh, like, two weeks ago, and we had a blast. But nice. New York is just like, you know, just a big Chicago. That's all it is. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's like three Chicagos. It's like three Chicagos in one. It's huge, right? Because we went to Manhattan yeah. and we hung out in Manhattan. We had a, you know, we had a great time. Uh, I imagine that Mexico City is the same. Yes, it's exactly like that, except yeah. Mexican. <laughs> just pretend <laughs> it's New York, but Mexican. I don't know if it matters because everywhere I went, there was a plenty of Latin people at the cash registers and stuff, and they forced me to speak Spanish, which is funny because here in Chicago, when, when I try to speak Spanish, they forced me to speak English instead, you know? Yeah. The Mexicans are like, no, 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 stop, stop, just speak English. We all speak English here. You, know, you don't have to torture us with what you're spitting out of your yeah, face. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. It's like that. It was Mexican people when you were in New York because most of the Latinos I met were like Puerto Rican and Dominican. It's, it was all kinds of flavors, but I saw yeah. quite a few Mexicans. I was surprised. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, like uh, I actually went, it was, this was fun. I went to get some tacos at a place and I believe the name of the place was uh, Los Tacos Hermanos. And Los Tacos Hermanos had, uh, I want to say like uh, a non-Mexican cooking the food. <laughs> And it yeah. wasn't, he wasn't like white or black or he was like, like Dominican or something. I couldn't place the accent, but I'm like, you are not Mexican. Yeah. You know, the tacos are great. I'm not, you know, tacos are tacos. Doesn't matter who makes them. Right. And they were good. They were legit, but I'm like, you are not Mexican. <laughs> you know, I, I was, I was like surprised. Cause usually when I get a taco, I get it from a Mexican, you know, or my wife who's Filipino and Chinese. So would you be interested in going? Uh, maybe. So, Depends. like, if it happened, if it happened, you would you go? I would think about it. I don't know though, man. I recently, in the, the during this past month, I bought a new car, uh-huh. and I paid for the entire thing. I uh, I didn't finance it; I just straight Perfect. up paid for it. Yeah. yeah. So, but now my fucking accounts are pretty depleted. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if I can swing this UFC Mexico trip right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like it's happening, but if it did. Yeah, if it did happen, I'd consider. But, well, this is still a while away. The World Cup is going to be in Mexico and the U.S. too. So, I'm going to want to do those things. Uh, but that's still like uh, fucking three years away or whatever. But, yeah. I don't know. Got- I would think about it. I would think about it. It'd be, it'd be really crazy. It'd be a good time. It would be cool if we can get like some of the dudes from the podcast to go. Oh, for the UFC in Mexico? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. care about it though. Nah, but it would be fun. Yeah, it'd be a good time. Yeah, I mean, plenty. Of, I've I've taken plenty of people who don't know what's going on to a UFC, and they've had fun. They put on good events. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, they have good production. Ah, oh, dude, I really want that card to happen. I will tell you, I uh, I don't gamble as much as you do, but I won a big one in basketball. Oh, really? Seven hundred bucks. What? Yeah, but it was fantasy basketball. It's yeah. fucking money. Seven hundred dollars. That's nice, yeah. dude. I know. Oh, dude. Doesn't it feel good? Doesn't it? Yeah, I felt good, dude. I felt good. Mm. Too good. I don't yeah. I don't want to be chasing that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. That that's exactly why I didn't put 
everything on Rosa's winning. I was like, I don't, I don't know if he's going to win. This is just going to be for fun. I would have talked you out of that. Yeah, I wish I would have talked to you before I did it. Yeah, I would have talked you out of that. Yeah, I don't know if I would have listened, though. Probably not. <laughs> because I was sure about Alexa Grasso. That's true, yeah. yeah. Damn. All right, man. Well, uh, anything else before we get going? No, I'm all set. Cool. All right, then. Well, thanks so much for coming on, brother. All right, man. Peace. Peace. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> shit. <laughs> thanks so much for listening to Zegra Otra Vez eh, with my co-host, Lechuga. We will catch you next time. The music you're listening to is titled Crevasse by AO. You can find that over at Epidemic Sound. Epidemic Sound provides a wonderful array of music that you can license at an affordable monthly rate. They have so many awesome genres. They have something called Future Bass, which I totally dig and I have used often on the podcast. I highly recommend them. I love them. And should you decide to go over there, make sure you use my referral link in the description. And one more partner that I would like to recommend is Titan Fitness. I actually use Titan Fitness. I have a few of their products in my basement. The T2, like I've mentioned in the past, is one of those items. It is 71 inches and fits in my basement. It is awesome. So if you're a guy like myself who wants to have their own gym in their house, Titan Fitness is the way to go. So should you decide to go over to Titan Fitness, make sure you use my referral link in the description. Just a special note, I want to make sure that you guys realize that I don't just pick anybody for my affiliate links. They are people that I actually shop from. They're products that I believe in. So understand that if I put them on here, it's because I love them. So UFC 287 was, was a pretty interesting card. I was really surprised with some of the things that happened. Raul Rosas especially losing. I did not expect that. I was totally, totally on that hype train. I believed it, man. I am hoping and praying that we get the three champs to fight in Mexico. I know it's unlikely. That is my hope. That's my wish right there. I'm putting it out there in the universe, man. Let's see that happen. So if you want to find out more about us, check out our website, theflowroadpodcast.com. And if you want to follow us on social, I'm on Instagram under the name Edgar Otraves, one word. Or you can follow the show under the name The Flow Roll. And I got a favor to ask. If you're digging the show, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, and share wherever you get your podcast at. And press all the buttons that make the podcast gods happy. Thank you so much for listening. This is Edgar Otraves. We will catch you next time. Behave yourselves. Laters. Whoa!